so, folks, 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 today, I'm going to read this too, because I, I haven't give me a up. Give me a great intro. <laughs> yeah, I haven't written up pretty good. Okay, so today, I'm not, I'm going to, like I said, I'm not even going to act like I'm not reading this. So, okay, today, we have on an inspiring individual that absolutely loves the outdoors. She's completed the PCT, Colorado Trail, Tahoe Rim, and Wonderland Trail, along with incorporating a ton of other outdoor activities such as mountaineering, stand-up paddleboard camping, which is something I want to ask you later. <laughs> yeah. I never heard of that. And then also snowboarding. And so you may know her from her big, awesome smiles on her Instagram page. So welcome to the podcast, Jamie Lambert. Oh, that was amazing. Thank you. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, we're so happy to have you on here. And, you know, I, I, you were telling me this is your first podcast you've ever been on, which is pretty incredible to me because you are, you're a very, I feel like you're a very good communicator. So we'll, we'll, we'll see how this one goes, right? For you, we'll see if you ever want to go on and on again. We'll see about that. Yeah. So how's it going up there in Washington? You were talking a little bit beforehand. You just got off of work, I think, right? Yeah. Got off work. Got to leave a little bit early, which was nice. Yeah. It's, it's beautiful. I, um, the weather's been pretty toasty. Mm -hmm. We were supposed That's to, I was I supposed hear. to climb. I was supposed to climb hood. I think I was telling you, I was supposed to climb hood this past weekend, but with the weather conditions and snow melt it was just not really safe conditions so yeah. we just decided not nah, we'll just wait for another time so my best friend and i we actually just went up to mount rainier and just kind of worked on our crevasse rescue skills and i mean any time that you spend out on the mountain it's just yeah i'm happy to be out there whether yeah i'm I was climbing gonna... or just hanging out or i'm eating lunch i mean it doesn't yeah. really matter it's just Sunshine in a mountain. <laughs> yes. I was going to, I was going to ask you about that crevasse rescue training. So do you have some objectives coming up? Have you done Rainier or is that something? Uh, I've attempted it. So I mm. attempted it two years ago. Mm. So it was just, you know, one of those group, group efforts. So me and two other girls, I think we made it almost to 12,000 feet. And then it was just kind of altitude started yeah. to kick in and it was right. just like oh, okay i don't <laughs> want to call it but unfortunately in this sport like you have to be smart and really safety is number one so it's just we ended up calling it and we turned around but you know what like just to be able to camp on a glacier for three days it's just nice it's amazing so we ended up yeah just hanging out and enjoying the views and last year we were going to do it again but then just weather conditions again so yeah hopefully this year is our year so it's just that's awesome. the big one we're shooting for so i mean ideally i would like to climb all of the five right. mountains here in washington so. so we have can you name them which ones are they uh, adams. We got adams rainier baker glacier peak and helens oh dang i see i haven't done glacier peak that was one i wanted um, to get done before i left mm. yeah i know i'm stoked but the only thing with Glacier Peak is it's just a really long approach. Like there's right. two different ways to go right. into it, but mm -hmm. it's like a full day just to get to the base of the mountain. So, but that's pretty much kind of like my backyard. So it's, it's nice that yeah. it's close. For but yeah, I've already done Adams. I've done Helens three times. And then I did Baker two years ago. So really all I have Love is it. Rainier and Glacier Peak, but kind of the main goal is like to do it all in one summer. So yeah. 
that was ideally the goal. But you know what? At this point, I'm like, if I just get the other two, I've completed all five, and I'm completely happy with that. <laughs> yeah. Well, he, one of the things I I I think is really cool about you is you. So you have through hiked a lot before. We'll get into that a little bit later. But you also are involved in a lot. Like you're not just a through hiker. You like yeah. to do all these other things. It's it's basically as long as you're outdoors. Yeah. It's cool with you. I'm, it seems like. Yep. Yeah. All of the out. I just, I don't know. I'm kind of have like that personality. Like I just want to do it all. Like you know what? I might not be amazing at everything, but I'm like you know what? I just want to be able to do it all. So mm-hmm. it's like, you know, if I get invited somewhere, hey, you want to go do this? Sure, I can do that. Like this past winter I mean I told myself I was like oh I'm not gonna do rock climbing not really my sport but it's just like the winter the winter blues roll around I need something to do like I'm kind of going stir crazy I just like I need something new and so yeah my best friend and I I was like I don't know let's just go indoor rock climbing I was like I'm not gonna outdoor rock climb well (laughs) guess what I ended up doing this spring it's like so I just I just want to do it all. Dude, you that it sounds exactly <laughs> like me. I literally the first time I ever started bouldering, somebody yeah. one of the instructors came, he's like, Man, you should like go outdoor rock climbing with me. I'm like, absolutely not. Like maybe <laughs> not my a list thing for a like a skydiving, but I said right. absolutely not. And then I'm just climbing the, you know, yesterday I'm climbing all day. And it's like just it, casually. It yeah, it, but you're right. It it do you feel like it opens up like just brand new like it just opens up brand new things that you wouldn't yeah. have otherwise done. Right. Well, I think also too, like just being in the outdoors so much, it's like, I've just gained so much confidence in myself and my ability to be like, yeah, I can do that. Or yeah, I can try that. And so it's like, I don't really have this fear of trying something new. And so I think that's kind of like with the rock climbing, it's like, oh yeah, sure. Whatever. I'll try it. And then it's like, it just turns into like, oh my gosh, that was really fun. Like I want to keep doing that. Or it's just, yeah. And I, I just really enjoy like learning something new. Mm-hmm. So it's have, been. That's something I, re- that's something again, I, I, I like about you is you have, you have like this growth mindset, right? Like you are, you're not afraid to try something new, be, be bad at it at first. I'm, and <laughs> yeah. I'm still bad at rock climbing. This is only like yeah. year outdoors, but I get it. Like the first time you ever go rock climbing outdoors, you're absolutely just terrified pretty much the whole time right? It's just, yeah, oh my yeah. gosh. So, well, and that's kind of where I'm at with like mountaineering too, in a sense of yeah. like, okay, I mean, I know the basics and that's what kind of what we did with this last weekend was just like, Hey, let's go practice our rope skills. So kind of also coming full circle is, you know, we started rock climbing to get comfortable with using the ropes and tying our knots and like me and my best friend, it's like, okay, the communication that we have between the two of us okay we can communicate when we're rock climbing but we can also communicate when we're on the mountain and you know if we're ever in a situation where we need to be rescued it's like okay let's stay calm and walk ourselves through this so yeah so just being able to go out like this past weekend and it's like i don't really know what i'm doing like there's a few times we had to youtube okay wait how do we tie this knot or how do we do this or how do we that i'm like (laughs) i don't know what i'm doing but at least i'm trying you know what it's like just getting comfortable with figuring it out is <laughs> what we do. I'll figure it out. <laughs> so, okay. You, you know where I, th- would, would you agree with me with this? I, I think you may, one, one thing that may have helped that, because I, I feel like that's a big skill that through hikers get is they have to be problem solvers. Right. And the same goes with ultra running, 
that's where I've like learned the learned problem solving is through hiking and ultra running where you mm-hmm. have no other option really because you're either too far from a road, too far from safety, whatever, or too far from an aid station that you have to just figure it out. It doesn't matter. Exactly. It doesn't matter what you do. You just have to figure it out. Do you feel like, because again, so we talked about Jamie's done the PCT, CT, Wonderland, TRT, all of that. Do you feel like you've learned some good problem skills from that? Or how do you think oh, that's yeah. gone? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I think just even the mindset of like, I don't know, I'll figure it out. Like, I don't, it just kind of just taking every situation as it's handed to you and just having the mindset of like, okay, I'm just going to figure it out as I go along. And even coming down to like, just being like MacGyver. It's like, okay, this is what's in front. This is what's presented in front of me. (laughs) All right. This is what I have. How do I make this work? (laughs) Right. So it's like, I mean, it's even like come full circle into like my everyday life. I'm like, okay, so like, this is what I have for dinner. Okay. I can mix this and this together. And I mean, even in my job too, it's just like everything. I feel like there's so many things with the through hacking lifestyle and what I've learned in the outdoors that it's the mindset of like, oh, I'll figure it out. Dude, so <laughs> it's what? honestly my answer to everything. Yeah. Oh, I'll figure I, it out. <laughs> I hope everybody really caught what she's saying there. Cause that gave me the chills. Cause I, I, when you, you, you definitely bring that back into everyday life, right? Like my most recent example of this would have been, so obviously everybody knows that I had an, I had a girlfriend, whatever, uh, whatever. But anyway, we moved, we moved to Wyoming, right? But we kind of got catfished in this apartment. The apartment existed, but it was essentially a trap house. It's <laughs> pretty much what it was. It was really no. Didn't look that way through the pictures. And it was interesting because we almost kind of had like two different reactions to it. Mm-hmm. Mine was just, okay, this is what we have. We'll figure it out. Like we're never, right. gonna, we're not going to be here forever type of thing. Right. And I won't go into all of her, whatever, but, and I was kind of think, cause I've been journaling lately too, like every night, which is really interesting for me. Cause I never <laughs> thought I would do that, but I did. I remember writing down in my journal. I was like, I just feel like, because I've through hiked and I've done all this really tough things that it puts other things into perspective for me. It's right. Like, okay. We have a roof over, over our head. It's like, not like we're going to die. Right. Thing. I've and got running water. <laughs> yeah. We have, yeah, we have clean water and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Is there anything like, have you, is there any like examples like that for you where that like pop out in real life? That one, that might be putting you on the spot. That should have been maybe a question I should have gave you beforehand. But like maybe just like a generic example, like where that comes up that's helped you. Nothing that's really like comes to the top of my mind. But I think just like my lifestyle is just kind of that whole like sometimes I don't know what I'm doing and I'm just going to figure it out as it goes along. And I truly believe everything happens for a reason. But just I try not to put stress on like the little things. I'm like, okay, this is not I don't need to worry about this right now. And yeah. I mean, I just, I think it's just the way that I kind of view life and like my whole mindset is like, it is what it is and I'll figure it out somehow. So what I I love how you said MacGyver. That's exactly what it is. (laughs) You MacGyver it together. Somehow you make it freaking work, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, okay, here's what's presented in front of me. And yeah, this is what I got. I'm going to just figure it out. And yeah. Yeah. That's. I think it really like that's kind of how my lifestyle has been ever since the PCT. I mean, granted, I went on the I went on the PCT and 
I mean, I knew nothing really about backpacking. Like I went on a few like overnighters, one or two days here and there. And it was like, just kind of ready for a big change. And the Mm -hmm. fact that I had my little sister to do it with me, it was like, we don't really know what we're doing, but guess what? We're just going to get on trail and we're going to figure it out. And that's exactly how the whole trip went. It was just like, okay, just take it, you know, week by week. And then it was like, okay, as the weeks went by, then it was like another hundred miles went past and then another hundred miles. And then it's like, next thing you know, you're hitting these like iconic marks of like, okay, you just made it to 500 miles. And then it's, you know, you're entering the Sierras and then it's the halfway point and then you're done with California. So it was just, just kind of figuring out as we go along. Yeah. You almost so, took, it, you took it bit by bit kind of and right. figured it out that way instead of looking at it, at it the whole thing in its entirety, right. which I feel like would probably wig a lot of people out. <laughs> it, it does. I mean, it's like, oh my gosh, I have this far to walk or I'm only, I mean, granted, there was times we'd look at the map and it's like, oh my gosh, I've only gone this far and this is how much further we have to go. But it's like in the grand scheme of it, it's, you know, when I explain kind of the trail to friends or family that have no idea, it's like, I mean, you take it like three to five days at a time. It's like, okay, think about it as these short little backpacking trips. So it's like, okay, I'm just going to break it up into these small sections and just kind of go with it. And next thing you know, you're going to make it all the way to Canada. So it's just... So, but it was hard though in the beginning because, you know, I felt like we were not, sometimes it's kind of like, you're not keeping up with the rest of the group. It's like, okay, you're hiking with someone and then, oh my gosh, they pull far ahead. And it's like, how come I hiking so much slower than them? Or like, you're starting to have injuries that happen a little bit quicker. But in the long run, it's like, it's not a sprint. It's just a marathon. Like just go at your own pace. This is your own journey and you can make it however you want to. So I'm... I'm pretty grateful that I got to do it with my little sister. I mean, I learned a lot and yeah, definitely. I definitely miss it. (laughs) I'm ready to be back out there. That was gold. I hope people, uh, that's going to have to be a clip that I put up on Instagram right there (laughs) explaining that. That was really, that was gold. I love that. So yeah, you talked about, so you did, you did the whole PCT with your sister. That's pretty cool. Like you don't really see that. No. You don't really hear about that much, right? So how- How was that experience? And are you guys planning then future throughs together? So it was great. I mean, let's just say we made it through California without wanting to murder each other. And then once Oregon hit and it was like, we were putting in, I would say we we cruised through Oregon, I think in about 16 days. So we were doing about 33 to 35 miles a day. Awesome. So you start doing these longer days and it's like, okay, we're tired. Like we're exhausted and we've been literally together for the last three months, like 24 seven, like her and I, we have very similar hiking like patterns. So it's like, we constantly were hiking next to each other. We shared a tent. Right. So it's just like, you can only imagine two sisters. It was great. And then Oregon hit and it was just like the littlest things. We kind of just started to bicker and argue and get on each other's nerves. And with the long days, we were tired and just being hangry you know you say things that you don't mean and it was just so we kind of started to bicker a little bit in Oregon Washington hit and it was like okay we kind of made amends and yeah there was definitely some some parts of the trail which you would expect sisters to do like you know we would fight and argue and so it's like kind of thinking back to those moments on the trail and it's like okay maybe not my proudest moment or maybe I shouldn't have said the things that I did but after finishing the 
you know, her and I kind of took some time apart, kind of process like what we just did. And then coming full circle, it's, you know, we, we talked about it, like, hey, this is kind of how you made me feel. And this is the way I was feeling. And we actually went out to those sections where maybe we didn't have the greatest memory of. Mm, and we redid them. We redid them. So we kind of like recreated this new memory of maybe a section where it's like we were having an off day or we got in an argument or a fight. And so, yeah, we definitely kind of made up for it. But a whole overall experience, like I'm so grateful I was able to do it with her. Like it's definitely we'll have yeah. that to look back on for the rest of our lives and you know, laugh about those little things or those little moments that like no one else understands but her and I do. And so it was it was a great experience, but it was it was very challenging. <laughs> Especially she's my little sister too. So it's just like right. I love you but I hate you right now. <laughs> right. Yeah. Wow. Well, the fact that you guys actually went back to those sections and rehiked that shows some character right there. Just yeah. I don't know. That's really cool. I've never I never would have yeah. thought about doing that, I guess. Yeah. So I mean, I there's one section in particular where, you know, we were coming through it was like Mount Adams. So we were hiking from Trout Lake to White Pass. And I remember there was one section like we're standing on the trail like Mount Adams is right there, like so beautiful. But I just remember her and I just like screaming and yelling at each other about something probably so stupid. And it was just like, <laughs> yeah, it was ridiculous. <laughs> and I don't even remember what we were arguing about. And it was just like, okay, we got to camp and like her and I didn't talk. Like it was just like we went a day and just kind of needed our space. And so that one particular section in general is like, all right, we need to like go back down to Mount Adams and like redeem ourselves a little bit. So we went back probably like two years later, we ended, ended up climbing the mountain together. So it was like, okay, we just kind of like wiped the slate clean a little bit from yeah. <laughs> that screaming sesh that we might've had on trail to let's go climb the mountain. So yeah, yeah, just trying to find new memories, new experiences. <laughs> Maybe we weren't so great at the time. Yeah. So. Well, that's awesome. And you guys are but, right in there by... You guys are, I mean, you said you were in near Snoqualmie Pass. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? So that's, for people that are listening, that's kind of, we're, I mean, it's not North, it's not the North Cascades, but it's like central, would you call so it? So it's, yeah. So I'm more in like central Washington, mm -hmm. technically what it's called, but it's Snoqualmie Pass is pretty much the 2,400 mile marker from PCT. Oh. So you're like less than 200 miles away from oh. the Canadian border and Really from Snoqualmie Pass up to the border, it's like you talk to a lot of hikers and that's like the most beautiful section of like the whole PCT. I mean, granted, every section has their own beauty and, you know, nothing can compare to the Sierras or, but like, yeah, from Snoqualmie Pass up to the border, it's just, it's, it's beautiful. And I'm truly grateful that it's like literally my backyard and I can hop on trail anytime I want. And so, yeah. It's a, it's a beautiful area. Yeah. I, I always say that the North Cascades national park is the most underrated national park in the U S so pretty. Yeah. I just, it blows my mind that I didn't really know about it either until about three years ago, really. And I had lived in Oregon for nine or yeah. seven up to that point or whatever, but it just, have you, done, have you done a lot of hiking in the North Cascades? Yeah. So we've done some bulgers and stuff and, Okay. all the major cascade volcanoes and things like that, but mm -hmm. not as much as I'd want to, because I mean, it was 
frick. It was like a six hour drive for me. I mean, it's not. Yes. And, that's and then you for gotta... me, it's like, I want to get up and I want to hike those areas, but yeah, it's such a far drive. Like even for like a day hike or a weekend, it's like, Oh my God, it's a haul. Dude, yeah. And then you got it. Yeah. And for me, it was, you had to go through Portland and Seattle and it was just like, yeah. no, not, I it was just, I would record myself. I'd be like, this is why I'm moving out of here. <laughs> cause like, I, yes. because you know how it goes like, well, maybe you don't cause you don't maybe, cause you, maybe you don't want to move. But I was always like, dude, every time the winter would come, I'd be like, oh my God, I need to get out of here. But then summer would come and it would be gone. And then I'd be right. out doing stuff. Right. And then I would, then I would forget. So I would record myself to remind myself like, why <laughs> why I need to leave I need to move. Yeah. Now you, you touched on actually earlier in the episode here, you talked about some winter blues, right? Yes. What? Okay. I have my own experience with winter blues, but I would love to hear what, it, what, what do you, what do you do for your winter blues? Cause I got to imagine that you're probably similar to me where I get super just depressed, unmotivated, yeah. just yes. <laughs> I'm just right. going to sit on the couch and feel sorry for myself. And it's yeah. like, it, yeah, I just kind of go in this like downhill spiral and then it's like, okay, yeah, yeah the weather's nice. I could go do something, but I don't have energy. I really don't want to. I would rather just sit here on the couch and binge watch Netflix or something. And then it's just, just, yeah, losing that motivation and, but wanting to exercise and wanting to get outside. And so it's just, I mean, up here in Washington, it's like, yeah, we have great days, but it's also super dark and rainy and it's, it can definitely take a toll on your mental health. And so for, sure. for me over the last, so I had a winter probably about three years ago. I injured my knee. So it was like, I couldn't really go out and do anything. So it was like, I was constantly inside and just, yeah, kind of losing interest in the outdoors. And after that, I was like, you know what? I'm going to buy a season's pass. Like I'm going to buy. Nice. So I ended up buying the icon pass. Cause I'm like, okay, I want to travel. I want to snowboard. I get out of this funk. And so, yeah, the last two years I, you know, bought my icon pass and it's been great. Cause I've been able to travel and snowboard, but then also, on the days where the weather isn't great. It's like, okay, what can I do besides snowboarding that can still keep me moving and motivated? And so that's when I yeah started rock climbing just oh, okay. for fun, just, yeah. just to like do something new out of my comfort zone. And yeah, just on those, on those days where the weather was, yeah. <laughs> I could at least be inside and do something. So, yeah. Well, again, and that's like the cool thing about, having these different, having these different skills in the outdoors, it allows you to then go and get an icon pass. Cause you know how to snowboard. So now you can go do that. Like you said, I didn't really think about it that way, but you, yeah, you could go. Cause isn't that for a bunch of different resorts or something or how does that work? Yeah. So it's nice. So like up here in Washington, Snoqualmie pass is on it, which is convenient for me because it's literally 30 minutes from my house. Not my favorite resort, once again, it's the convenience of getting outside and doing something. But then there's Crystal Mountain Bachelors on it. So I'd go down to Bachelor, Schweitzer. But then there's a bunch, I think, like Tahoe and Mammoth. Dang. Okay. I don't know. I don't know all of the resorts that are on it. But for me, it's like, I don't want to be like restricted and limited to going to one resort. Like I want to, I enjoy traveling somewhere and, you know, staying in an Airbnb or a hotel or camping or whatever it is to go and experience a new mountain. So 
that's what's been appealing to me about the icon pass is the fact cool. that I'm like not restricted to one spot and I can yeah. just kind of hop from here to there. Where's the weather going to be great and it's not great here and I can I can drive somewhere else. So, and that's with like Oregon and Schweitzer. It's like it's all within maybe four or five hour drive. So it's not absolutely terrible. So yeah, I mean, it's been great over the last few years and I'll probably continue to buy one just so I can stay busy and yeah, keep snowboarding. <laughs> I love that. I love that actually. Cause I've been a very stomp opponent against resorts ever since I got my split board. Yeah. Probably cause I'm, je- I just don't, I hate paying resort fees, but a pass would be better because I mean, you know, it's like 120 bucks to go to hood. It's insane. Freaking six hours. I'm like, I know. I don't know. Leave it. The, the prices yeah. are ridiculous, but that's also the way that I can justify paying for the icon passes because right. so I think when I bought it, it was like before prices went up, it was roughly like, let's say $1,100. Right. I know it sounds like a lot, but you get a week at Bachelor, you get a week at Snoqualmie, you get a week at Crystal Mountain. I mean, Crystal is like $150, $160 a ticket. It's like their prices are insane. So when you think about like a full week at these resorts, like if you really are constantly going snowboarding, it's for me, it's worth the money. Yeah. So, and like you said, I mean, it gets you to travel other places, which right. helps with some of those winter blues. Cause I think for myself, I'm just stuck at home every day, every, I mean, I'm still <laughs> being active. I'm still working. I'm still in my routine. Right. It's just, I'm not, I'm not meeting new people. I'm not getting out anywhere. If you're only split boarding, it's gotta be the right avi conditions. So even if right. it's a sunny day, like even the, av- the avi conditions might suck. So you're inspiring me to, to pick up a pass. <laughs> now that I'm like two hours away from Steamboat and right. Winter Park and stuff now. Well, and that's the thing is there is, yeah, a bunch of resorts in Colorado. So my little sister just moved to Colorado, gosh. Nice. About a year about a year ago. So now I'm like, okay, cool. I got a place to stay. It's on my yeah. icon pass. Like once again, I can right. travel and go to these resorts because it's part of part of my pass. And you know what? I'm gonna take it full advantage of it and yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's great. I mean, I, I would definitely recommend looking into it if that's something that you want to travel and explore yeah. new resorts. And Ooh. so it's fun. I gold. enjoy it. That is gold. <laughs> I hope, I, yeah, again, I hope the audience, we went off on a little tangent there, but hey, I, I, I think that people will get value out of that <laughs> because of the fact that, I mean, I, a lot of people like us, when you're involved in the outdoors and winter hits, you know mm-hmm. that it's, Every year I know it's going to be tough and I got to figure out something to do. Thank God I got into yeah. split boarding. But I didn't have that. I, I didn't. Although I do do, I, do jujitsu more in the winter, I guess. But yeah, just being outdoors, you can't match it. Yeah. To me, it's like I can't put a price tag on like my mental health and the way that I'm feeling. Totally. It's like I, I don't care really what it costs. Like I don't want to ever feel the way that I felt that one winter when I was just sitting around and in that constant downhill spiral and just not finding I'm like I don't feel like myself this isn't me like and I know this isn't me so it's like how do I dig myself out of it so yeah you know what I have to pay a a pretty penny but you know to me it's worth it so you're giving me the chills again so (laughs) one thing because that's what I've noticed since I've moved here and of course when I move here it just goes you know how the PNW goes by the way it goes from spring rain 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 rain, rain. <laughs> yeah Boom. and then it just like a bomb drops and it goes to summer and then it never stops until the fall yep. basically right yeah. so i moved the day that it switched 
boom, it switches, <laughs> right? And I was so mad because oh, there was a line no. off of Mount Hood I wanted to splitboard the Y East face on Hood. And I'm okay. like, dude, of course. I like was planning this line for a month before we moved. Oh no. Never, never would the weather work out, right? But then the day I right, whatever. So anyway, I get to here and man, I have just had so much more energy because of the sun and like waking up right. with the sun. Yeah. And so what I was thinking about, because I was listening to these podcasts, again, I'm going down a way large rabbit hole here, but I <laughs> I feel strongly about this. So I was listening to this podcast about like the benefits of sunlight and all that. And mm -hmm. not only sunlight and vitamin D, but like also infrared light. So when you feel it getting hot, even if you're wearing a shirt or something, if you feel it getting hot, like that's infrared light and that's good for you mm -hmm. and all of the hormones that it, that it helps with. Right. But one of the things they said for like the winter and I had heard of these, but I didn't really think about much of them, but you know, those like sun lamps or whatever you can get, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you can get ones that are an alarm clock essentially. Oh. So it's like how you would wake up on the trail or in the summer <laughs> where the sun yeah. is beaming in your face. Much, yeah. right? So essentially what this alarm clock does is it just slowly like ramps up light, like lumens slowly, 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 slowly until like you get enough cortisol from it or whatever. And then you wake up naturally. And I was like, I think I'm going to get one of those this next year that, and then, a, and then a pass. So Anyway. Well, for me, it's like when I sleep and I mean, this maybe comes from trail too. It's like, I have to cover my face. Like I'm like my eyes and like, I need it like pitch black. Cause like when I was on yeah. trail, like I used to sleep with my hat and my buff over my eyes. Right. I'm like, I don't right. know if it's like the pressure or yeah. Once again, the light comes in or the moon is so bright. I'm like, Oh, oh my God, moon. I need to sleep. Dude, dude, people don't <laughs> so understand bad. a freaking no. full moon on trail. It's like literally no. someone's shining a flashlight Shut in your freaking <laughs> tent, dude. It's like, it's ter I know it's terrible. I'm like, God, go late. My little sister, she used to call her buff, her moon shield. So it'd be like, so we'd be cowboy camping and it's like so bright. And it's just like, okay, Pour muff down over your eyes. It's too bright. <laughs> and then also, it's great because it holds your earplugs in. Do you ever sleep with earplugs? Oh, oh, biggest hack okay. ever. I <laughs> know. <laughs> I'm like, I, I need no. my Tylenol PM in my earplugs, no. and then no. I'm good. Oh yeah. But yeah, and also it's nice. It's like it hold your earplugs in and put the moon shield down. Oh, dude, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I love the I love the the name moon shield. I freaking love that. That's so true. Oh yeah. Oh my so. gosh. Well, so awesome. So, well, one thing you were talking about too, when we were messaging was your CT experience. And you said, <laughs> you said that we may have had like similar experiences. So what, what makes you say that? And what, what was your experience like there? Oh my gosh. The thunderstorms for one. That's what I it's thought. like, oh my gosh. It was like clockwork. I mean, you know, coming from the PC, so I did the PCT in 2018 and then the Colorado Trail in 2019. And it was like my first solo through hike by myself. I was like, okay, I kind of gained this experience and this knowledge from the PCT. I'm going to go out and do this trail. I'm like, okay, it's only what, 485 miles. Shouldn't be that hard. I can do right. this. <laughs> right. I get on oh. trail and it was like a slice of humble pie. I'm right. like, how come I can't do 20 miles? Like I am dying out here. Like, I feel like I can't breathe. I can't catch my breath. Dude. And then all of a sudden, you know, you learn about thunderstorms out there and it's like, clockwork. I was like, not really knowing what to expect. And it's like, oh my gosh, my first 
like I, I was completely alone, like n- no hikers around me. And it was like one of the biggest thunderstorms I've been in my entire life. And I'm like sitting in my tent, like, why am I out here? What am I doing? It's like, I think only like day four, day five, like, do I really want to continue like this? And, but once I kind of figured out, like, okay, they kind of hit anywhere from like one o'clock, they usually last until about three, four. So it's like, I had to really kind of gauge and, you know, figure out my days and okay, maybe I have to get up and hike a little bit earlier and no, I'm going to take a break for four hours (laughs) while this storm passes. But I think I saw a video of you like literally running from a thunderstorm. And that was exactly me. I think it was at Hope Pass. I can't remember what pass it was, but it was like, there was like three different thunderstorms like coming in from every direction. And I'm like, I just need to make it up and over this ridge to the tree. So I'm just going to book it. <laughs> and I'm like running and I can't breathe. And I'm like, like lightning is striking all about my head. And I'm like, oh my God, this is where I'm going to die. Like my mom <laughs> would hate me right now. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, mom. Yeah, dude, people, I know, man, dude, this TT was freaking wild, right? I mean, but that goes to back to your adaptability. I saw, yeah, it was like my third day on trail and I was seeing people booking it back, back opposite my way and they were quitting. I was asked, I was like, what are you guys oh, doing? No. They're like, dude, can't, can't handle the thunderstorms. Oh, and challenge I, accepted. I <laughs> yeah. I was like. But like you said, I mean, you just got to, you literally painted a great picture there. You were like, okay, yeah, I figured out that the pattern was they came at one, ended at three, four. And then mm-hmm. sometimes you get those freaking one-offs at night though, that would totally catch you off. I had one when I was in the high country at 13,000 feet, literally in the wide open. And I'm just like, dude, why are, why is it midnight right now? Why is it? I was I so know. pissed. I'm like, get me out of here. <laughs> this is no not what I signed up for. Yeah, totally, totally. Did but, it did it rain every day for you, or did oh, yeah, you have near, at least some good weather? Pretty much nearly every every single day. Yeah, I mean, I it was definitely I was in the heart of monsoon season. I didn't know what oh, no. monsoon season meant until I got there. <laughs> and but people were saying that that year <laughs> it was they were longer thunderstorms. They're like, yeah, it's not really okay. typical that it was getting this the this long of thunderstorms, but so they would last a few hours but it was it's gnarly it, i mean yes humble pie when you're trying to run from a thunderstorm to get to low <laughs> ground or right. you're like oh my god am i really this out of shape like how right. come i can't breathe i can't catch yeah. my breath and totally what what month did you do it in so i i started june 30 and then basically ended july 22 so it was basically okay. through through july yeah okay. but but you know i mean that makes sense because I mean, think about that. We never get thunderstorms in the PNW ever. No, no, not like that. I mean, if you get a thunderstorm once a year, people are standing outside, like, Ooh, right. right. I know this is so, so I'm great. Guessing, I'm guessing on the PCT, you really never had to, there was real, no, not too much, maybe some rain, no. but I don't know. No, yeah. really. We had, we had rain. Like once we hit home here in Washington, it's like, okay, we already know we expect this. But it's like, yeah, we never really had thunderstorms like that. And yeah, yeah, once I was out in Colorado, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is like a whole new element that I am like completely caught me off guard. But once again, I'm here for it. Okay, how do I figure it out? Yeah. (laughs) Timing my day and my miles. And I did the trail, I started September 1st. So I did mine a little bit later. 
So definitely it was cold. So I'm like, my days, it was, it was hot during the day, but then the nights, oh my God, it got so cold. So I remember there was one night in particular, it was just like, okay, you know, it's 80 degrees, completely sunburnt, sweating. And I wake up and like everything, my water bottles are completely frozen. Like, it's just like the weather changes so quickly. Right. But I finished the trail, I think in like about three weeks, I think I finished around like September 20, 22nd or something. So so you did about the same time I did. So you were booking it too then. Yeah. 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 It was just kind of like, I just kind of got in that mindset of like, okay, I'm going to do this trail. I'm going to finish it. But at the same time, I'm like, I'm not poking around here. Like I just want to put the miles in and, and get done because it's getting cold. So, yeah. Now how you said that was your, that was a, so PCT was with sis. This mm-hmm. one was solo. So how, what did you yeah. think going solo? I mean, I was ready for it because it's, you know, being on the PCT, it was, like I said, it was great to have my little sister, but like, I was also kind of ready to find like my own independence of like what I'm capable of being on trail by myself. So this was like the perfect amount of time, the perfect amount of my, I was able to get the time off of work and it was like, okay. I got three weeks off. Like, what can I do in three weeks? And it's like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm, I know I can do it. And it's like, I'm by myself. And so it was just kind of like the next challenge for me. It's just like, okay, what can I do as a single female by myself out on yeah. this trail? And yeah. so, yeah, I mean, I did it and I actually ended up meeting another girl. She was out there by herself. So we kind of finished the trail together. I mean, Grant, oh, we, kind no. of had our own diff- we had our different hiking styles and everything, but it was just like, you know how it is. You just meet so many amazing people out yeah. there and you get to chat. And then, you know, Love I'm it. by myself, she's by herself. And it's like, Hey, let's just hike together. And I remember there was the Colorado trail was the first time I ever slept in a, in a pit toilet. Oh, did you? <laughs> there was, yeah, I did. It was okay. In my defense, it was super clean. Like you open wow. up the door and it's like, it smelled like someone just cleaned it. And it was like, all right, I guess this is where we're sleeping tonight. Wow. <laughs> Only what? because there was another storm that rolled in. So really? Gosh, what was it? Was it Dude. I don't I don't remember I don't remember the town. It's like it's been so long. I'm like, okay, if I look back at pictures, I'm sure I could remember, but it was like maybe five or six PM and like we were hoping to get a hitch into town, but like there were no cars. Like it was completely dead and it was hailing so hard. Like it was like pelting you and leaving marks. And it was like, Oh my God, this hurts. And we're not going to sleep outside in this. And so her and I, we bunked up in this pit toilet. I feel like that's a through hike rite of passage. I haven't done it yet, (laughs) but I have like told people that I've taken hiking and stuff. I'd be like, yeah, you know, through hikers actually will like sleep in these and they just can't fathom it right can't fathom I mean, I can't it really no. fathom it either to be completely honest with you but good for you until you're until you're in a situation where like, you're just like like this is what i need to do it's warm it's and like i said it was very clean like you walk i mean some of them you walk in and you're like no chance but like this one it was like it almost smelt like someone put like a like Febreze or something in it (laughs) it was very clean so anyways yeah we bunked up and throughout the night what was funny is like you could hear cars kind of like pull up and like kind of drive away because like we left our backpacks out to be like hey it's occupied in here like (laughs) I'm sorry if you need to use the bathroom but 
we're camping in here. Oh my gosh. That's so, dude. I, I have so much respect for you. Actually. I, I, I do. I totally respect that. That's that was the one and only time I've ever done it though, but it was on the Colorado trail. You got it. Look, problem solving. <laughs> that's it. You, got you do what you got to do. You do what you, you got to do. What it teaches you. And then, now, okay, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say your rash that you got. Oh, what was that? I don't know what it was. <laughs> okay, because I got the same exact thing all over my legs. Like <sighs> like all over my thighs on the inside. I got it on the oh, top dang. of my hands and then on my ears. Yep. Yeah. Shut I up. don't know what I don't Did you I really? think it was yeah. No. So I think it was so the girl that I was hiking with, I believe her mom was a nurse or something, and so she called her because she started to get it a little bit on the top of her hands. And she was like, hey, mom, what is this? And I think it was like some form of like sun poisoning is what it was. But I don't know. I could be wrong because it somebody else. But it was all over. Kind of said that, too. I I was wondering because I cowboy camp my first night because the first night I just got out of I got dropped off at like 5 p.m. from Denver from my buddy. Mm -hmm. And then I just hiked kind of outside of Waterton Canyon a little bit. The longest road walk ever. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Exactly. And so I, I finally get to the trees there. And of course I think I'm hot and I go cowboy camping. Right. Cause it's not going to rain. No, that first not night. Happen to you. Yep. First night, thunder, <laughs> rain. So anyway, I like, I'm trying to put up my tent in the, and I have a trekking pole tent. It's one of those gossamer gear. The one, and this was, oh the, yeah, this, this was the worst pitch that that tent has ever seen. Because it was, I was just trying to get in the damn thing. I was tired. I was, I was scrambling because of the. Anyway. It's like sagging. Oh, it was, it was yes, exactly what it was. It was terrible. It was terrible. I like woke up and I took a picture of it. I was like, oh my God, dude, this is so embarrassing. But, but so I thought it was because I slept somewhere maybe in some poison sumac or something like that. Oh no. But. Dude, I dealt with that for two, three. I mean, I basically dealt with that the whole time. I mean, I had to the get whole a trail. Salida or somewhere. Or, no, BV, Buena Vista. And I mean, I, dude, it was, yeah, I was all up my legs, all up my, all up the outside of my legs, like, yeah, ears, like. Oh, no. <laughs> I looked like I was, I don't know. It was scary. <laughs> yeah. I know. Yeah. I had it all over my thighs and my legs, too. Interesting. And- and you were and wearing then I, shorts. Yeah, I was wearing mm. shorts. But it was just like, why is it on my ears? Like, I don't understand. Right. Like, I mean, yeah, I can see my hands from like, you know, just using my trekking poles and legs for sure. But I'm like, it was just, yeah, strange spot to have it on the ears. What is sun poisoning but, anyway? What is, what the, I don't what, I don't know. It's so it's interesting. Like a, yeah. So who knows? It's a mystery if anyone has any insight to that. Truly, truly is. Yeah. Well, and then I had this, I had this cough. Did you like have a cough at all? So I ended up getting this, like they call it high altitude bronchitis. Mm. So from me, I'm pretty much right at sea level. Right. So Mm -hmm. it's like come out at sea level. I hit trail at like 8,000 feet. I didn't adapt. I just literally hopped right on trail. I think it was probably about a week in. I started this. I mean, granted it was in September, weather was getting cold. You're kind of breathing in and sucking in all this oxygen. It was just like, I found myself having this cough and then it wouldn't go away. It was just like constant. And when I got home, completely went away. 
Oh, and I remember like Googling, Googling it and researching it. And it was like, yeah, I guess there's some sort of like high altitude bronchitis that you can get when you're at like that constant level of altitude. And I'm like, you know, and it's like, <laughs> I end up getting fucked up. Oh my God. It was interesting. <laughs> no, see, this is what I'm talking about with through hiking. Everybody thinks it's just like the best. I mean, it, it, it's freaking awesome. Right. But the- <laughs> But yeah, but this happens. You sleep in pit toilets. You get, you know, <laughs> high altitude bronchitis or something. Rashes. I mean, all that, over your body. I mean, that's par for the course. I mean, it truly, truly is. Like, it really is. And you have to be able to get through that stuff. I mean, that's crazy. Yeah. That's in the crazy. moment, it's like, this sucks. This is terrible. But yeah. you know what? It is what it is. It's part of part of trail it's part of hiking it's it's kind of like that type two fun it's like yeah in the moment this sucks totally. but you look back at it and you just laugh at it like you know what totally i survived i survived and i'm ready to do another trail so <laughs> it yeah. didn't kill me well so that's i wanted to talk to you a little bit about that because i know you have you want it well if you guys can see if you guys are on youtube right now watching she's got a framed trail you know she did this way more aesthetically than i did <laughs> she actually did she built the frame. Yeah, you got to level up. Me, you got to level which, up. Yeah, I need to level up. She's, I don't, yeah. So that looks way better than I just hacked mine to the wall. But so she, she's got three, three different trails in the back there. Do you turn 30 this year? I, okay. What, in like September or something? Yeah. Or must be. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, and you said that you were planning something, right? Because 30 is a, uh, an interesting age, right? Like I'm yeah. I'm 31. And when I turn 30, I turn, see my birthday's in December. So you can't really, what are you going to do? Right. I mean, again, you're in the winter, you know, now I'm going to, now that I talk to you, I'm like, I'm a, maybe I will get a pass, but. Yes, you should. Yeah. But 30 is an interesting age. It's a very interesting age. So what is it that you have planned or no, this is even better. Well, okay, it's not even better. It's like, so I have had this goal and this dream to hike the Tour de Mont Blanc. Hell yeah. So I am heading, I'm heading to Europe, and Kristen Aww. and I are going to do the Tour de Mont Blanc for two weeks. Let's go, Jamie. So, I know. Dirty 30. I'm like, you know what? Like, I am, not to say that, like, my twenties haven't been great. Like the last like five years, like I said, I've been in the outdoors and hiking and everything possible, but I'm like, you know what? I'm ready for this next chapter and I'm going to go off and do this hike that I've been wanting to do for the last 10 years. And so, yeah, we booked, we booked flights in, gosh, when was that back in March? So once you kind of book the plane tickets, it's like, all right, yeah. it's official. We're just going to go do it. And right. Right. But my only my only hesitation with like international hiking is I know once I start doing it, I'm not going to stop. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's like so I'm mm-hmm. kind of opening up that door of like what other countries have to offer and this hike yeah. and that hike. And maybe I just won't come home. I don't know. Maybe I'll just start traveling and hiking all these crazy mountains in different territory. And so anyways, mm-hmm. yeah, tour, tour to Mount Blanc in September. So I'm super excited. I know. Got it. I can't wait to see that on the old gram. That is yeah. going to be sweet. So we don't really have an exact itinerary because once again, with through hiking, I'm like, I just want to wing it. I don't want to have a set plan. I just want to show up and 
mm-hmm. go day by go day by day. So yeah. <sighs> we we do have a nice little layover in Iceland. So we're gonna hang out in Iceland for a day and then we'll hop over and, and start the tour de Mont Blanc. See now this is it's, we'll we'll keep this in the podcast, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can keep this in. Okay. So but here's what I love about that too is a lot of people not so not in my friend group because I don't allow friends like this really, but a lot of people when they turn 30, they think their life's over. And right. I went through a little bit of that when I was in 30, or when I was first turning 30, but like for a day. And I was like, I was like, dude, I feel better than I did at 21. <laughs> like I'm in way yeah. better shape than I was. Like, what am I talking yeah. about? And, right. and then just surrounding people that are 34, 35, 40s, 50s that are crushing. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I always do is ask people at the gym if they're and when they're older and I see that they're in good shape, I'm like, what, you know, what's the secret? And they're like, consistency. Mm-hmm. And so I'm super stoked that you plan something like super cool for your 30th rather than, yeah. you know, I'm just going to sit home and have birthday cake or something like that. You know, you are, you're going to do something epic. Go out to dinner to celebrate. Like that's basic. Like I'm not, yeah. I'm not basic. Yeah. We'll often do something mm-hmm. and like celebrate and kick off my thirties. So yeah. yeah. And it's, and it's nice because with my work, my boss generally takes those first two weeks off in September. So it's kind of like, I always know, like I get the time off for my birthday. So it's just a matter of, all right, I got two weeks. What can I do in two weeks? Also back to the Colorado trail. It's like that first, I had those, mm-hmm. I was able to get those first three weeks off in September. Yeah. So it's like, just kind of really utilizing my vacation time and yeah, trying to be like, okay, what can I do on the weekends versus like, what can I do with these long <laughs> like extended yeah. periods of time and take full <laughs> yeah. advantage of it now? Okay. So here's, here's something that's funny. I, me and I have a mountain guide buddy that lives up in Snoqualmie. Actually he lives in Bothell and he was, we were talking about like people should not have weddings in the summer. Cause if I'm no. using my vacation time to, <laughs> I'm not using it on a wedding to fly back to my home state of Wisconsin to go to your wedding. I'm not going to do no. it. I've, I've never have done it since I've moved out here. Never one time. Actually, one time I did. But that was like kind of when I was still in like my drinking phase or whatever. Yeah. But never will I do it anymore. I'm like, you guys are nuts. You're not doing a wedding in August. No. I'm hiking season. Like, sorry, dude. Right. I, you know, I've, I have people. I have buddies back home. And man, I, I'll tell them to come out. Oh, I got a, I got this wedding and this bachelor. Party. I'm like, really, dude? <laughs> that Are sounds boring. Really, like, <laughs> look back on that in 20 years and be like, oh my god, that, that wedding was the shit, man. Like, I know. Now the tour de Mont Blanc, that is going to be something that you can look back on and be like, yes, that was a good use of my vacation time. I know, I know. And for me, it's like, you know, it's funny. I have a lot of like my close friends. They're like, oh, hey, I have this going on, but you'll probably be out hiking somewhere. Yep. I'm like, yeah, probably, probably. I don't know what I'm going to be doing, exactly. but I'm probably anywhere from like June to September, every single right. weekend, just assume I'm gone because right. any chance I get, I'm running. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm not staying home for that baby shower. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I'll FaceTime oh. you from the mountaintop. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. No, I totally my mentality. Oh gosh. Well, yeah, I know, I've already thought about, like I have a few friends that 
we'll probably more than likely be getting married next year. And I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to get off trail for that. Like, you know, just having those like tough conversations in a sense of like, okay, when you're on trail, you're also budgeting, right? So it's like, okay, the money that I need to live off of, am I really going to spend it on a plane ticket? Or so I don't know. It's, It's a hard balance between like being on trail and back in normal life when people are getting married and this and that. And it's like, once again, I don't know if I really want to spend money on that. I love you, but it's not worth getting well, off trail for. I think you I think you said it perfectly. You're not basic. So like you're gonna probably <laughs> just stay on trail, like exactly like I would, and be like, you know what? Yeah. Screw the way they, you know. they wouldn't expect anything less from me. It's like yeah, dude, if right. I could be there, I would, but right. sorry, you know me, you know my lifestyle. Like this is where I'm at. So that's like even if yeah. you went. You're not going to have that good of a, you're like, (laughs) you're going to be kind of miserable. Do you have like this, like, I feel like for me, sometimes when I get in like big groups or social settings, it's like, I'm just going to sit over in the corner. Like, I just, I don't know. I never really had like social anxiety, but sometimes when I get in big groups or like crowds, it's like, Mm -hmm. I'd rather be in the woods by myself. And so sometimes I find myself like that when I'm at weddings or gatherings or whatever it might be like. I get that. Yeah, I am having a good I am having a good time, but it's like I'd rather be somewhere else right. <laughs> outside. I t- yeah, I mean and it's like it's just kind of the fact that they they don't really other people don't have that perspective on life too sometimes. No, so it's like they don't they to, don't understand it. They don't yeah. get it. And yeah, it's hard um, to relate sometimes. Yeah. I have been mm-hmm. it is one of the things though that I'm working on because like I've realized that so for me. Like, cause I'm single too. Right. So <laughs> when I, I went out to the, it didn't drink, but I went out to the bar last couple of weekends, these 22, well, I only know like three people in freaking Laramie. So <laughs> I, go out, I go out with them and like, I feel so weird. I'm, I have never felt more weird. I mean, and I'm just during like, the, during the headlights. So yeah, like, how do I react right now? I don't even know. <laughs> and it was, it was weird because like the whole time I'm thinking, I'm like, God, I just want to go home and go to sleep, wake up early, go for a run, like work on my business. <laughs> like I'm just in a different like state of life or whatever. Yep. But so I was, I was thinking, I was like, okay, I need to go to networking events, social media events, right. you know, some of these GoPro games and in, in Denver and stuff like that's where I can probably meet people and have fun, right. but right. they're in a similar, at least a similar, maybe they're not through hikers or whatever, but it's like they're, they have a similar mentality. Right. Right. So. You have a lot more in common and things to talk about versus some random person at the bar that doesn't like, give a shit what you're saying. No, and <laughs> if they're there on a Friday night, you know it's sure as hell that they're not going to be backpacking Saturday, Sunday. So it's like, no. why Why would I try to meet somebody here? <laughs> right. So I probably try to meet them on a trail or something. Like, Not my scene. <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, well, dude, Jamie, this has been great. <laughs> so I much fun. Lot, I had a lot of fun with this <laughs> one. You crushed your first ever podcast. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely crushed it. So where can people find you on your socials? Jamie Lambert. <laughs> Plain and simple. <laughs> Is that it? Is that there's no yep. underscore? There's nothing? Oh, oh, it's underscore Jamie Lambert underscore. Oh, see, there you go. You got basic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, you got to be something like Chattahoochee or something. I'm just kidding. I know. <laughs> I don't even know that Such a great be. name. <laughs> yeah, it's like a college weird name, but yeah. Anyway, whatever. So, yeah, it's I, it sticks. <laughs> yeah, it does. So anyway, yeah. definitely follow Jamie. I'm gonna leave that in the show notes. She's always uploading some cool things. We'll have you on next time because we didn't get to talk about the stand-up paddleboarding. So that's coming up in October. Yeah. Okay. I'm doing it again. But yes, we'll, we'll come we'll back a, around to that. We'll get another good report. 